The stars of the story today are Caleb and Joshua, and this story can be found starting with Numbers chapter 13. And at this time, Moses had already led the Hebrew people out of Egypt, out of slavery, through the wilderness, and they were headed for the promised land. They had already had many adventures, but now they were ready to go in the promised land. And so Moses picked 12 men, one man from every tribe, to be spies, to go into the promised land and spy out the land. They were given numbers, 005, 006, 007. They had cell phones in their sandals. No, but they were spies, and it was very exciting. They were supposed to find out uh, what kind of crops there were, what the people were like, and about the cities. They spied the land for 40 days. When they came back, all the Hebrew people gathered to hear the report. Joshua and Caleb started out by saying, this is a beautiful land. It's a land of milk and honey. Just look at the grapes we brought back. They had brought a cluster of grapes that were so big and so heavy that they tied it to a pole and two men carried it back. They said, there are strong people there. There are cities. And then Caleb said, we are well able to overcome it. Let's go. Because Joshua and Caleb had remembered that God had parted the Red Sea for them to cross and then closed it in on the Egyptians. They remembered that God had provided manna and quail every day for them to eat. They remembered that water gushed out of rock for them to drink. And they said, we are well able to overcome it. But the other 10 spies, they said, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yes, it is a land of milk and honey. But we are not going to be able to overcome this. There are big walled cities, Jericho, huge wall around it. There is no way we can ever get into there. There is no way. And the people are like giants. And we are like grasshoppers in comparison. And that's because they forgot that God parted the Red Sea so they could go across and closed it in on the Egyptians. They forgot that God provided manna and quail every day for them to eat, and they forgot that water gushed out of a rock for them to drink. They said, there's no way we will be killed. The people listened to both reports, and they believed the pessimistic report of the 10 spies. They started crying. They started tearing their clothes. They cried out to Moses. They said, we had rather be slaves in Egypt than be killed by giants in this new land. We will not go. Moses and Caleb and Joshua tried to convince them that they could do it. But these people threatened to stone them. So Moses prayed to God and he said, God, these people, they refuse to go in. What are we going to do? And God said, how long can I put up with these people that have no trust in me? They've seen all these fantastic miracles, and yet they have no faith at all. They have no trust in me. I think I'm just going to destroy all of them and start all over with you, Moses. And Moses said, oh God, please, please don't do this. Don't do this. Because people will say, their God brought them out of slavery just to kill them in the wilderness. Please, God, don't do this. So this is what God decided to do. 
He said the spies were in the land for 40 days. So for the next 40 years, the Hebrew people are just going to wander around the wilderness. And with the exception of Joshua and Caleb, all the people 20 years old and older will just gradually die off in the next 40 years. But the people, the young people, 19 and under, after the 40 years, they will go into the promised land led by Joshua and Caleb, and they will take the promised land. And that's exactly what happened. Now, when I read that story, I just, I can't believe that these people took the pessimistic report, you know, and didn't believe. They just could not believe. They'd seen all these fantastic miracles, but they didn't believe they could do it. But you know what? I have done the very same thing. I have seen great miracles in my life, but when I'm hit with a new problem, I tend to react with panic and or despair. A few days ago, I went over to our daughter Sabrina's house, mainly because I wanted to see our fantastic granddaughter, Amelia. She's four years old. And so Amelia and I went out in the backyard. They have an in-ground pool. And immediately, Amelia started running around the edge of the pool. And I yelled, Amelia, slow down, slow down. Don't run around the pool. And she turned to me and put that little hand up, and she said, Calm down. You know, when we have a new problem, a problem hits us, we need to ask God to help us to calm down and remember the promises that God has given. Remember the miracles that we've read in the Bible, the miracles that have actually happened to us, and say, God, help us to have a confidence, to have a faith in you because we know that you can handle any problem. There's no problem too big for God. In fact, let's, let's pray right now. Now, God, we love this story about Joshua and Caleb, great men of faith. They remembered the miracles. They had a confession of confidence. They confessed the word. So, Lord, help us when we have a problem. And in life, we, we do have problems. Help us to be calm and remember that you are a great God and you can help us with any problem. And God, again, we ask that you protect us from any danger, from any sickness. In Jesus' name, amen. Kids Moment with Dottie is a short-form podcast to engage you and your children with the Word of God. Dottie is the children's pastor at the Knoxville Christian Center in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to hit subscribe. For more information, visit knoxvillechristianctr.org.